1: Six fifty-three.
2: Climate failures, part two. Uh, these are uh, eighteen that were predicted in, in 1970. How many, Jeffy? Eighteen. <laughs> good. Good. Good job. Uh, and obviously, um, many have not come to fruition. Let's let's find out if there's any that have actually occurred. ...that we can really sink our teeth into. So far, they've predicted 4 billion people dead. Seems not to have happened, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Peter Gunter, North Texas State University professor, wrote in 1970... ...demographers agree, almost unanimously. This is what they've been saying forever. Yeah, almost unanimously. It's a consensus. We've got certitude. We've got a consensus. It's unanimous. On the following grim timetable... ...by 1975, widespread famines will begin in India... These will spread by 1990 to include all of India, Pakistan, China, and the Near East, and Africa. By the year 2000, or conceivably sooner, South and Central America will exist under famine conditions. By the year 2030, years from now, the entire world, with the exception of Western Europe, North America, and Australia, will be in famine. Uh, incorrect. Uh, number nine. In January 1970, Life reported scientists... Have solid experimental and theoretical evidence to support the following predictions: In a decade, urban dwellers, <laughs> urban dwellers will have to wear gas masks to survive the air pollution. Okay. Yeah. But by, by 1980, so
0: I'm a little scared. I'm, I'm worried about the future. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Because um, if it keeps going all the way around and then goes back to zero, right? And then, then it gets back to 1980 <laughs> again, I'm going to be really concerned and about that. Keep this by in then. mind
2: too, because then five years later, by 1985. Mm-hmm air pollution will have reduced the amount of sunlight reaching the earth by one half. Oh, boy. You'll get only half the sunlight by this 1985. This is 85? Yeah. Oh, boy. You scared now? Again, listen for You Spin Me Round, Round, Baby, Like a Record, Round, Round. Mm-hmm. And, and when,
0: that, when that starts being played on the radio... You're almost dead. It's interesting. In 1985, <laughs> uh, there was a documentary uh, made about uh, traveling to the future to 2015, which also predicted a really dark, terrible world yeah. in which no sunlight reached the Earth, and Biff Tannen ran the town. Um, it's interesting that every vision of the future, from uh, from seemingly everybody, is this dystopian hellhole where nothing is good and nothing, you know, everything is awful. When really, like, you know, as much as we have a lot of problems, there's no doubt about it. But, I mean, how many, like, you have to realize that so many of these things are, we've had so many good things happen. We oh, talked yeah. about them last week. You know, yeah. 400 million people in China ripped out of poverty, um, you know. By their hybrid
2: of, of capitalism and, right? and communism. And
0: they're not even doing it right. Imagine yeah. if they did. Oh, my gosh.
2: They would be scared. It'd probably be 1.4 billion. Yeah. It'd but be that's, their whole population. Again,
0: that's positive, right? We want yeah, people it's, not it's to great. die. it's great. It's great. Amazing. Uh,
2: Ecologist Kenneth Watt told Time that at the present rate of nitrogen buildup, it's only a matter of time before light will be filtered out of the atmosphere and none of our land will be usable.
0: Mm. None of it. Now that's by 1985. Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. Uh, Barry Commoner predicted that decaying organic pollutants would use up all the oxygen in America's rivers, causing fishwater fish to suffocate. That's by 1980. Paul Ehrlich chimed in, predicting in 1970 that air pollution is certainly going to take hundreds of thousands of lives in the next few years alone. Uh, Ehrlich sketched a scenario in which 200,000 Americans would die in 1973 during smog disasters in New York and Los Angeles. Why are these people listened to? They've been so wrong for so long. And they're doing the same kind of catastrophic predictions now. In fact, they're worse now because they're trying to make you feel like it's happening as we speak They're, they'll talk about flooding and famine and drought and these uh, like you can't pin them down on where or how or how is it unusual or is it more frequent because it's not i mean there's always been occasional drought there've always been occasional flooding there will continue to be but it's it's no more frequent than it's ever been right isn't in the trend trend
0: about the same or lower uh, yeah yeah uh, about the same or lower is probably a fair way of uh, of stating it and it's it's you know everyone could constantly um you know there's this thing with you know going to the climate of climate sensitivity of that how are these things how do they feed back to each other is there a positive ongoing loop of of forces changing the temperature higher which makes the force worse and it keeps going and going and escalating and escalating or is there a negative feedback loop where these things tend to dissipate um you know for any stable system, a negative feedback loop is the most common because if you have something that every little thing that changes in, 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 a, in an ecosystem um, changes something else and it constantly escalates, then eventually you're, the, the worst things happen, right? Because yeah. you, you can't stop it. It's the idea of a uh, snowball rolling down a hill. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And the climate effects get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And worse. The other, the competing theory with that is it's a negative feedback system where, like, where, you know, when things go wrong, the system tends to be able to correct for them. We saw that with the oceans. That absorbed absorbing 200 heat, degrees of heat. Which they did, not, they did not think was going to happen until very recently. And now all of a sudden it's, again, consensus. They just, it, it, no one thought it was going to happen. Everyone thought it was going to be much worse. Than to explain the pause, they said, oh, well, it all went into the oceans. We didn't think that was going to happen. How are we supposed to know that was going to happen? But now we know that it happens, so we're right again. And it's like every scientist has this weird power to be able to state that only they can tell you when they're right. And they can always say, they're always right because at the moment they say they're right. And they can always say, well, the old opinion we used to have was wrong, of course. However, now yeah. we're right. Correct. Now they're always right in their minds. Yeah. Uh, and the media, uh, you know, laps it up. And it's really a frustrating debate.
1: I mean, that's the headline this weekend, right? New report about Antarctica. Horrible news for the global warming alarmists. You know, everybody. Uh, oh, no, no. T- uh, yeah, I know.
2: Oh, what was I it? Know. Well, wait, save it. Save it. At the end, because we'll hear that disaster in a second, all right? And that
0: and and the New York Times we have to get to as well. Uh, Ecologist Kenneth Watt
2: declared by the year 2000, okay, so when 2000 rolls around, be ready for this. If present trends continue, we'll be using up crude oil at such a rate that there won't be any more crude oil. this is just going to happen by 2000? Yeah, by 2000. Okay. You'll drive up to the pump and say, fill her up, buddy, and he'll say, I am very sorry, there isn't any (laughs) left."
0: Oh, my God.
2: That's why I couldn't get any gas this weekend. <laughs> really? It's all gone. It was all no, gone. No, it's weird
0: because we've increased our production more. And have oh, that's right. More that's right. i got plenty of gas. Gasoline than that's any right. time in history. Yeah.
2: Harrison Brown, a scientist in the National Academy of Sciences, published a chart that looked at metal reserves and estimated the humani- that humanity would totally run out of copper shortly after 2000. Lead, zinc, tin, gold, and silver would be gone before 1990. Uh, Gaylord Nelson wrote in Look that Dr. S. Dylan Ripley, secretary of the Smithsonian Institute, believes that in 25 years, uh, somewhere between 75 and 80 percent of species living today will be extinct. Did not happen. In 1975, Ehrlich predicted that since more than nine-tenths of the original tropical rainforest will be removed in most areas within the next 30 years or so, it's expected that half of the organisms in these areas will vanish with it. And Kenneth Watt again warned about <laughs> a pending ice age in a speech. The world has been chilling sharply for about 20 years. If present trends continue, the world will be about four degrees colder for the global mean temperature in 1990, but 11 degrees colder in the year 2000. Burr. This is about twice of what it would take to put us into an ice age. A lot of people are going to die by 2000. A I mean, lot of dead people because of that. Got to make some changes. Well, that ice age. I mean, look at the, the uh, we, we've
0: got the, the glacier outside this studio right now. None of us can even get to our cars because of it. Do you believe that stupid Prince thought we were going to be partying in 1999? <laughs> uh, no, what we are all going to be dead. lunatic. We're all going to be dead. And, and now look at, look at him. Dead. Right? Okay, so what was Antarctica's? All right, so,
1: of course, uh, Gore wrote about uh, the claim Antarctica would warm faster than the global average. Uh, Well, hmm. a study published in the journal uh, Science of the Total Environment in February, now getting the attention, um, Antarctica Peninsula is cooling and that previous warming in the second half of the 21st century. Uh, That's just an extreme case. Don't worry about it, because right now... uh, We've got uh, we got more uh, significant mm-hmm. impact in Antarctica. It's a little, uh, glacier recession? No, no more, there's more ice than ever. We're fine. So the weather—it's it, it's, actually—it's Just changes.
2: So uh, it's actually colder right. in Antarctica the right now changes. than they. Yes, hmm, that's weird.
1: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.